Kuzasampo and welcome to another segment of Tech Talk. I'm your producer, Kizawangmo. And for this week's segment, we have a very interesting topic of discussion. It is about the Superfab Lab. And out of the only three Superfab Labs in the whole world, we have one here in Thimpu. So stay tuned to know more about it. My name is Roshan Sharma. I am the Associate Director in Innovation and Technology Department under DHI. And I'm looking after the Superfab Lab, the Jingmin Nangbal Lamangchuk Superfab Lab and the Drive Center, which stands for DHI Research, Innovation and Venture Excellence. Mm, okay, that's amazing. So yes, we are here to understand about Superfab Lab. We've heard about it, and I think it's a really uh, huge um, technological uh, introduction here in the country right now. So could you tell us about Superfab Lab? Could you maybe tell us about who the founder is? Tell us a little bit of uh, history of how it all started. Uh, yeah, I mean, let me start off uh, with how this whole uh, thing began. Um, this was a brainchild of. Uh, a professor in the Massachusetts Institute of Technology called Professor Neil Gershenfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who st- started thinking, what if we give all this uh, sort of the machine which is only accessible to some of the researchers and uh, in some of the uh, companies or, or big companies, if it's given to the general public, uh, what would be the, you know, in order to sort of uh, encourage creativity. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. So the whole fabrication uh, laboratory, uh, Fab Lab starts for fabrication laboratory, where the idea was that, you know, as Professor envisioned, was that anybody could come and make anything. So they have a collection of machines in Super Fab Lab, Super Fab Lab, where a person can just go in with their ideas and then sort of get it into, a, get, get a prototype or a final machine done. Mm-hmm. So that was the idea. Oh, okay. So, uh, yes, this is one of the three fab labs that we have in the world, and Bhutan has one here in uh, in the capital right now. So, how did we manage to bring something huge here in our country? Yeah. Again, let me go back a bit on this thing. Uh, fab lab, and then because of this, uh, you know, sort of it caught up so fast with the with the world that now there are more than two thousand fab labs around the country, uh, around the world. And uh, yeah, I mean, and as you rightly said, this is the third in the world because this is the super fab lab. Uh, one is already in uh, MIT, the Center for Bits and Atoms. The other one is in Kerala, and this is the third one in Bhutan. Mm. Uh, super fab lab is called uh, super because it has the, the tag super because it can actually make the machines of fab labs. Mm. So whatever machines you have in fab lab can be made by machines in the super fab lab. So that's the whole idea of how this super fab lab came about. And um, in Bhutan, I think it's in, it was in line with the royal vision of, of, of creating a space, an innovative space, where which can also encourage STEM education and people can just sort of, you know, uh, come and try out their creativity, their skills on the technology front. Mm-hmm. So, that's, uh, so that was the background and uh, uh, the whole sponsorship was, uh, it was sponsored by uh, US State Department mm-hmm. um, via Bhutan Foundation, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Royal uh, RSTEM, the Royal Society for STEM Education, is also involved, and DHI. So, uh, so it is a collaborative effort of all this, including MIT, of course, who is our technical partner in sort of setting up this entire space. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. how it started. Okay, that's amazing. We already have uh, Fab Labs in Bangsa and Lovisa right now, and this is the third one that we have. Is it the Super Fab Lab? It's like the parent. 
Not of yeah. these uh, fab labs so that's amazing so what kind of programs what are the facilities that is being offered by super fab lab right now right so again let me touch on that also uh Yes, uh, this is a super fab lab, which is in some way, you know, sort of a um, little different than other fab labs. But yeah. there are other fab labs, which was also started in parallel to super fab lab. There are four fab labs around the country. One is uh, the CNR bio fab lab in uh, Lobesa. Yeah. The other one is in uh, Gelifu, JWPTI. Mm. And the other one, uh, the third one is in, I think, Paro, uh, Drug Galpos Institute. So. There are three more other fab labs in this network, including the super fab lab. So we are the fab network in Bhutan. Mm -hmm. So the kind of program that we are running is basically, so it also goes in line with our overall objective. We are trying to ensure, as, as I said, this is, uh, this is a space for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, so we encourage uh, anyone to come in, whether it's an organization, whether it's a person, whether it's from community or schools, School specifically, one of our objectives is to encourage STEM education and then have, you know, students uh, get exposure towards using all this technology in order to exercise their creativity. Mm -hmm. So the programs that we have uh, planned, of course, it's very new. We just been launched about a month ago yeah. or a little more than a month ago on 4th of June. It was officially inaugurated by RGSA. Since then, we have started a program with uh, teachers called uh, Makers Program, where we are actually teaching um, the teachers on how to use this space on the various uh, machines, uh, giving them a, a sort of hands-on approach. Uh, and then, of course, to help us out with this, we also have uh, interns from Wheaton College in, mm -hmm. in the U.S., they had initially expressed the interest to come and work with us so we were more than happy and then we could finally formalize and one of the area that they have been helping us in this is rolling out this uh, makers program and it's been a uh, huge uh, help you know because we are already shorthanded and with the insightful background of being familiar with these machines mm -hmm. it was easy to ensure that we have a very uh, you know, a program which is uh, easily sort of digestible for anybody new who is trying to l uh, learn in this technology. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. And um, you know, how can one approach, because uh, it's a fabrication facility where people can come in and build a prototype, so how can one approach you with their idea and come here? Is that like a process that they have to go through? Yes. Uh, most A lot of things are work in progress because you have recently opened, but we have been working right from the start that one, uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges is to set up the lab itself, but second thing is to run programs to ensure that we reach out to the maximum audience uh, possible. So along these lines, we have actually uh, divided our, you know, we have membership, actually, all of this information are available in our website. The mm -hmm. website is called www.jnwbutansuperfablab.bt. Uh, so you'll see all the membership programs there that mm -hmm. we are running. and. Uh, all the fee structure but we uh, at the same time we don't want to sort of you know set up a very high fee uh, we're not trying to run this uh, super fab lab using the revenue from the membership it's just a token fee that we are trying to charge so that you know they have respect for this place and for the tools that you're using mm -hmm. but at the same time we have given a lot of concession to the students who are interested uh, in joining us so yeah those are some of the so one of the best ways to reach us 
out is through the website and you can also call us through the numbers that been listed there or even walk in anytime mm -hmm. with your idea so we first evaluate your idea maybe we just ask you to make a simple one page document on what your objectives are and uh, what your final output is based on that we evaluate the needs of that program of the mm -hmm. project that that you're trying to do uh, needs when i say it's which machine that you might be using which resources whether it's the expertise of our people that you would require in order to get these things done as well as which uh, particular machine would be uh, used in this uh, program so we look at uh, all this and then we sort of you know sit with the uh, the person who's coming with the idea and then we yeah we move forward that way and then we also set some targets we help them to sort of even elaborate the ideas in terms of timeline break it down into smaller sort of structures components mm -hmm. and then we eventually help them to get their prototype done or their ideas uh, manifested. Oh, okay, that's nice. Uh, it is not much of a bureaucracy over there, uh, so a little more easier to approach and a welcoming space to actually right. Right. Yes, create their ideas. Um, so, uh, you know, when I walked into the Super Fab Lab, there were so many students, there were a lot of, uh, you know, young uh, kids who were trying to build something on their own right now. So how many projects uh, do you have at the moment that's being uh, worked on at the Super Fab Lab? Uh, yes, I mean, as you've already seen, it's, it's quite a happening place uh, yeah. and there are a lot of students all around, which is interesting because uh, it's something uh, very uh, nice to see, you know, like a lot of students are coming forward in order to do an internship here mm. uh, and, and we have been welcoming and accommodating most of them so if you see that there are a lot of students right now who have their own ideas who wants to prototype their ideas that also we welcome and we let them use our facilities with also not only the machine but we also facilitate them in in a way that okay in order to develop the idea what sort of uh, skill set that you require so mm. we help them uh, develop that as well as uh, helping them to reach out to other sort of you know uh, expertise in this area because since we have a fraternity of fab lab network which extends mm -hmm. beyond the country there are a lot of uh, other fab labs and we are all connected in the sense we can quickly reach out to them and they are they also uh, jump in and help us out so yeah so this is all the sort of uh, things that we can help us with for anybody who is coming here to use our spice so as you see there are a lot of students uh, who come on their own we have some program that we have already pre-planned, as you said, the makers program that we are running uh, running right now mm -hmm. was pre-planned. But then we also have, uh, like you know, other agencies like this upskilling program who is coming up and then proposing. Okay, they want to do a certain projects like you know, Doma Husking, building mach machine, and then they also have something like putting a three D face on the figure, uh, face sorry, a face human face on a three D superhero or something like that so mm -hmm. they come here and then we provide them we facilitate them with uh, lab timings providing them access to the correct uh, machines as well as help with the expertise in order to get to their final uh, prototype mm -hmm. and how does a typical day here in superfab lab look like yes uh, uh, because since we just recently started i think we have been having a lot of uh, curious and you know sort of interested visitor just to see what we have here yeah. i mean probably the name super fab lab uh, is, is yeah is intriguing and makes a lot of people imagine so we have a lot of visitors we have also been very welcoming to them to all of them because at this point i think it's very important for the maximum audience to know that we exist and what can be done here mm. so Typically, right now, we have almost a group of visitors from sometimes from students, from, from teachers, some private 
personals coming over and then we just give them a tour mm-hmm. so that is all they, or they could be a part of a pre-planned visit we also get visitors from different ministries here in in Bhutan and if you see uh, there are parallelly uh, programs going on we are still conducting makers program to the uh, teachers yeah. who who are who are attending this in two cohorts mm-hmm. one is from 1 pm to 4 the other one is from i think 4 to 7 mm-hmm. so yeah so we'll see them it's like a very happening and you know bustling place yeah. with the students uh, and teachers mm-hmm. alike running all around the place and mm-hmm. sort of yeah using yeah. the machines yeah <laughs> okay that's really amazing and i think uh, this is what um, it is fulfilling its purpose because this is what the space is for right to um, have people come in and feel free to do a lot of uh, create anything that uh, they want to so that's amazing and you know um, when you were giving me the tour of the space uh, i saw so many huge machines you know inside and if i were to ever um, you know come in with an idea i don't think i would be even i would be even able to identify what the machine does so are there any professionals or trainers who will guide uh, these people um, you know people with ideas who come here yes i think that's a very interesting question and it's also a challenge for us uh, being new to some of these machines but having yeah. said that we at least ensure that we know how to use these machines mm-hmm. uh, we have two champions for each machine that we have actually made sure that right from the start when it was unboxed and having those uh, engineers uh, for that particular machine yeah. uh, flying in in order to help us to set up we have been actually uh, you know making sure that we have uh, two persons with them throughout also uh, not only to set up the machine uh, to to ensure that the maintenance can be done by these uh, champions as mm-hmm. well as also to operate the machine so that way we ensure that you know the machine is operational as well as we can provide that expertise in order to anybody wants else who wants to use the machine mm-hmm. for whatever purpose so we yes, we have that and we have mm-hmm. been specifically trained for that uh, we had that in mind before even we started the lab so mm-hmm. okay that's amazing and you also telling me earlier about how most of these machines were imported from you know outside the country so if there are any um you know difficulties with operating these machines uh, or if there's a lockdown another lockdown in the future uh, god forbid so um how are we uh, going to be able to fix it you know do we have experts here who will be able to fix it and right. make it, to keep it running mm, this is something that we are have been very specifically particularly careful of so right from the beginning as i said we made sure that the person who is attached should be able to carry out this task in fact recently we had a small uh, incident not incident but a failure of a particular uh, i think motherboard of laser uh, laser cutter machine that we saw mm-hmm. and it was in uh, it was actually fixed by our in house we just asked for a replacement which they sent because that mm-hmm. was beyond repair mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was replaced on our own so we didn't take any external help so mm-hmm. of course there was some help remotely through the video but our guys here did the job so mm-hmm. and that's the same thing that we are doing with all the other machines we do mm-hmm. repair ourselves and that's been as i said one of the very important thing because we want to continue this running because i know right now it's new so everything is functional but normally you know we would need tend to uh, uh, sort of over period of time relax and be a little complacent but yeah. this is something we have specially taken care of and made sure that all the machines can be i mean our operators are confident to replace on their or mm-hmm. maintain on their own mm, okay so that's very convenient for superfab lab and for the country right. and um has there been any projects and cases where projects went through you know after it was uh, you know brought here in superfab lab well um since it's just um over a month that we started so 
uh, and, and most of this machine also has just been sort of, you know, had been brought to life in the last two months or so. Uh, so there, uh, uh, we don't have as such per se the project that has come out. Uh, but then uh, there have been a lot of small ones, maybe like you know, as you seen from the makers program, because every program that we run has an objective with an output, whether it's like sort of having a you know light, you know light diet bulb, sort of glow in a different fashion or whatever. It's small, but that's just an introduction to get a hands-on into how this whole electronics works. So at this point. We haven't had um, something big, but that also takes time, right? Mm. Something big, a uh, big project, which may sort of span more than two, three months is something, uh, you know, uh, we are still looking. Uh, there are a lot of pro- projects which are actually on, uh, in, 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 which are pro- uh, work in progress. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, so hopefully in the next two, three or even let's say six months, you will see a lot of outputs mm-hmm. from this uh, lab because a lot of pro- uh, projects are underway. Mm, okay, that's great. So I think we'll be really waiting to see if there are any projects coming up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what vision do you have for the Superfab Lab from here on? Um, well, I think uh, we aspire to be that space in Bhutan where we can actually be the center of innovation and creativity. Mm. So that's why we are trying to work with all diverse uh, section of, uh, of the society, right from the education researchers, universities, businesses, whoever comes, we are open, we have been accepting their ideas and, uh, you know, we ask them to sort of make a small objective and then, you know, then try to see how we can help them in achieving their, uh, their final goal. Mm-hmm. So, so basically we want to be that uh, space where people feel free to come up and then, you know, exercise their creativity as well mm-hmm. as uh, a space where we can actually help uh, with the STEM education mm-hmm. by generating more interest mm-hmm. among the students for uh, STEM uptake in mm-hmm. Bhutan. And also, um, when you talked about how like different backgrounds, you know, people of different backgrounds come here to come here with their ideas and uh, the space is open for them. So, uh, with different backgrounds, is it also necessary that they should have a little bit of a background in programming as well to be able to operate and you know work here? Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, you know, a good question because even the Fab Academy as such, there's a course, there's a six months course I think called Fab mm-hmm. Academy, which is run by MIT. Mm-hmm. They say that actually there's no background required for it. Mm-hmm. Of course, having said that, as you go on, you see that you need a bit of a, a knowledge of all this, uh, you know, science behind it. Like mm-hmm. for example, maybe you know the voltage, voltage, current, everything, how it works, the electromagnetic uh, mm-hmm. concept. So, but then this is something uh, I think now since there's so much of resource available online, I think mm-hmm. if anybody who's really interested, uh, they can learn on their own. So, as such per se, no, mm-hmm. that's what I think. So that's why, and this is a creative space where we want to welcome all genre of let's say people mm-hmm. with a different diverse background. So, yes, yes there's no as such any. Requirement. Uh, requirement, entry requirement as such. Oh, okay, that's great. And also, uh, you know, you stated uh, your vision for the Superfab Lab as well. So, and with the vision, I, I'm sure there might be a lot of challenges that you will have to tackle, that this, uh, you know, that you will have to overcome. So what are some of the challenges that you foresee? Yeah, I mean, some of the yeah, challenges that we see is, of course, running this lab is one of the important, crucial things to make sure that it's running, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like 24-7, Mm-hmm. Or let's say at least five to six days a week uh, for the next uh, you know foreseeable future, yeah. uh, which means we have to make sure that we know how to maintain, we keep this lab running as well as the consumables as well as components that has to be sourced. Since some of this cannot be found here in Bhutan, mm-hmm. to 
you know sort of uh, make sure that there's a continuous supply yeah. and ensure that we don't run out and then we have that uh, mechanism supply supply process uh, you know sort of streamlined mm-hmm. because some of them actually has to come all the way from MIT or mm-hmm. US also yeah. so we are trying to and that's become a big a bit of a challenge for regular purchases but we are trying to mm-hmm. see how we can actually come up with a uh, and smoothen out this process mm-hmm. so that uh, we don't run out of thing and so we don't have to say no to any users or any of our uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, members who come by yes okay so this is one challenge that you foresee right. and i'm sure that uh, we will be able to figure it out at some right. point so that's amazing and yes uh, coming to the end of it um you know just wanted to get your opinion where do you think bhutan is in terms of technological development are we getting there Yes, I think it's a very interesting phase uh, and very interesting question too. This is something that always uh, we you know ponder ponder a lot regarding technology as such because as such we have not seen any much happening right mm-hmm. in the uh, on this front whether it's on the business or whether on uh, a startup. But I think with with these spaces we are trying moving in the right direction, um, you know, and of course in line with the royal vision. his master's vision that we already have this super fab lab now then and there are few others already coming up mm-hmm. around the country so uh, hopefully we and, and i always say that you know uh, the creativity is not anybody's m- monopoly so this creativity could lie in one of the most uh, remote corners of mm-hmm. bhutan so yeah another challenge that i think forgot to mention is that how to reach out this uh, facility this platform to all the uh, communities in bhutan so that they can benefit from this mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the challenges but then as i said now with more and more fab lab coming i think we are in the right direction we can actually reach out to more number of students more number of community mm-hmm. you know uh, people uh, and then uh, eventually the idea is so that it you know everywhere so people can just even tomorrow if your cup is broken you go quickly go there and print out a new company code i mean that's the idea yeah. it should be something so uh, you know there should not be any restraint sort of you know for um, or any inhibitions for people not to you know so to drop by in any of this mm-hmm. fab lab so in that way and, and you know this fab lab we are based on whatever technology that's coming with it's electronics with it's you know woodwork we are using the latest technology that's available mm-hmm. in the world so i think having exposed this uh, to this at a young age for student for community is is a right step forward in terms of ensuring there's more in tech of you know technology in our uh, culture mm-hmm. okay that's amazing so yes we are at this very pivotal point in our uh, right. uh, yeah the transition that we're going through right now and i hope that the super fab lab will be one space one uh, you know introduction here in the country that will really push uh, you know our generation and this transition into a much bigger and brighter future so thank you so much sir mm-hmm. for being on our show and for informing all of our listeners we have a lot of listeners from the remote a part of our country and i hope that um, and i'm sure that they must be really excited to know that we have something like this in our country and might reach to them soon so thank you so much yes, for thank you thank you and with this we have come to the end of this week's segment i hope that it was a very informative session and if anyone of you is around thimple you should definitely go and check out superfab lab because it is an open space for you to take your ideas and create something out of it thank you for joining us goodbye